Morgan. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And the Lincoln Journal stars, Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Happy Wednesday to you, Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break, full show ahead in this Double Barrel Wednesday and Thanksgiving Eve, Sean Callahan, Parker Gabriel, the mailbag, and we have plenty to discuss from last night's Nebraska ball game, and of course, big news for Nebraska football last night, a key member is moving on to the NFL draft following Friday's game against Iowa, I'll tell you that in a second. One of your favorite players. Yeah, that series actually is one of my absolute favorite players underused until this last Saturday where he got plenty of catches along with that I will tell you later one of my favorite players on the team you'll be very surprised by this okay all right I look forward to that whoever that is that person is but we'll get to there. Excuse me. We have yes. a lot to talk about. You have a lot on your mind. Harrison's here. Yeah. Harrison's on a good run of being here. <laughs> He's been here for a long time. Yeah, he was well, He was here before up. me today. I was here early, and he, he was here before me. Job, so Harrison. kudos to Harrison. Good job, Harrison. He's just happy for Thanksgiving, I think. Well, you know? he's very steady. I appreciate Harrison's quiet steadiness. Well, we, he, is, he is very much so appreciated by this show. Yeah, I appreciate you, too. Thank while you. We're, while yeah, we well, thanks. You, you, you're appreciated also. <laughs> Last night... Sip, you you are an idiot. Um. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa, where did that come from? Jeez. Okay, last night we uh, had we both. Well, we I'm both... surprised that you had the chance to watch the whole game. I watched the whole game as well. Tennessee State made me watch the whole game, and you know what I'm talking about. Go ahead. Nebraska basketball last night. Well, here's the good news. There's good news and bad news. I'll give you the good news first. All right. The good news is with Nebraska's close win last night against Tennessee State. Fred Hoiberg now has the longest win streak of his tenure at Nebraska, which is at three games. Yeah, that's something. They've beaten Idaho State, Southern, and Tennessee State back to back to back. That's something. I mean, yeah. that, that, they need these wins. The so first two of those three games, they didn't have much issue with Idaho State or Southern. Now, last night, Sip, against a team that was 1-3 and three coming in, whose only victory was against a team called Fisk, I believe. They had lost to South Dakota by 17 they lost to some other teams by a large margin. The first half, Sip, Tennessee State comes in, and they make 10 three-pointers. And they're leading at halftime in Lincoln, 41-38, despite Nebraska having a 13-3 lead early yeah. in this ballgame. Looked like it was going to be a comfortable win. Things got sloppy. They went to a zone. Nebraska couldn't they couldn't score in it. And all of a sudden, they, they catch fire from three-point land, I, and they're leading at halftime. Can I interject? Please do. Real quickly, yes. Well, you got to get to the final score, but uh, yeah, I turned it on. Kidding, yeah. I, I turned it on when it was thirteen to three, and I thought, okay, I'm just going to watch this till halftime. So you're the bad luck charm. No, I'm just going to watch this till half. Nebraska will close it out quick, and it won't be worth watching the second half. But what happened? Well, again, Tennessee State hit ten threes. They lead at halftime by three. Nebraska does win this game at the end, seventy nine. 73, but it was never easy for the squad. No, it really and, wasn't. And I and I just watched the game, and I... What's wrong? You watched it, too, so I, I want to hear your yeah, thoughts, we, if yeah. it's similar to this. 
I just don't know if Nebraska basketball has a purpose offensively or, or really on the floor. I, I don't see a team out there. and I, They won the game, so I'm glad they won. They were an 18-point favorite going in against a very you know poor Tennessee State squad. I don't see a team that has a killer instinct or a team that really is on a mission offensively. They look, they just, they just look lost out there. Guys aren't moving. They're jacking up bad threes early in the shot clock, and sometimes late in the shot clock, a bad shot. Yeah. I just something's not right. The, the team is not right. I'm glad they get their first three game win streak at the Hoiberg era. But last night's game did not really inspire much confidence to me with this program. Well, going now hold forward. on. Now, just Jake. Now hold on. You're right. Now you're right in your assessment of the offense. You're right on. They, if you want anybody that watched the game, would agree with you. And and if I would try to disagree with you, it would be disingenuous. Because, I appreciate that. Yeah, because people watched it and they they listened to. Was it Raphael Davis? Was that was that the yeah. Analyst and they listened and to Lisa, Lisa Byington. Byington. Yeah, and they talked about that. Uh, Raphael Davis would make a would make comments about Nebraska's poor shots early. Yes, you know, for instance, putting up threes early in the shot clock without with one or no passes. Yeah, that sort of thing. Yeah, no, no, they it it wasn't good. Now, now it wasn't all bad news because of what you saw from Alonzo Verge, which is. I mean, he played uh, a whale of a game, and that's what they're looking for from Verge. 18 points, 10 assists. He was purposeful. I thought McGowan's did does a good job, did a good job, and generally does a good job of just letting the game come to him. Um, he had a kind of a quiet 18. It's not a total – now, Jake, the other thing I tell you, don't you – now, I want to ask you a question. Why would you expect them to be totally in sync six games in? Well, not totally in sync, but in sync enough to put away a Tennessee State team. They won. <laughs> they won the game. I mean, I, that, I, mean, a, I know what you're saying. That's, but, the, that's the worst team left on their schedule in terms of the Ken Palm ratings. Well, yeah, they I were, don't the buy worst. those Ken Palm ratings because this team, I think, was better than Idaho or Southern. Okay, so I don't made, buy him. Well, I don't had, buy, Ken Palm had Colorado ranked 35th. Come Ked, on. Dedrick Boyd was making everything he looked at. He had yeah. off the bench. He had 23 points, 6 of 11 on threes. Quit, quit, quit that Ken Palm stuff. It doesn't mean anything, right? especially early in the season. Um, Jake, they won the game. Now, I would ask you this. Did you ever think Nebraska wasn't going to win the game? <laughs> yes, I did, actually. Did there, you, there was a stretch, I Did thought. you really believe yeah, that? I did. I was I really never nerd. really well, thought. You want to know why I thought that? Yeah, because why? I watched the Western Illinois game this year in that <laughs> same arena, which I kept telling myself they're going to find a way to win. Fair, right? Yeah. I was at the, I was in attendance. That's fair. At the opening game of the season, and mm-hmm. I kept telling myself they're going to close this out. They're right. going to find a way to win, and they didn't. So of course, there's a part of me that says, "Oh God, yeah. here we go again. Yeah. Don't do. The, don't have losses in your first six games to Western Illinois." And Tennessee State oh, be on your home court. Okay, now they didn't. They now, didn't lose. No, they did to and, Tennessee State. And but you're, I mean, you're not. I get where you're coming from. Tennessee State was within sixty three, sixty one with six and a half minutes to go. Okay, they were within two with six and a half. It wasn't like Nebraska came out in the second half and put Tennessee State away. They had a good start to the half, and then Tennessee State responded, took the lead back, right, midway through again. So at at sixty three sixty one, what happened? Verge took over, right handed scoop shot, 
Uh, then he found Derek Walker for a layup. Derek Walker has scored 14 points, 15 points, and 16 points in his last three games. Has made 19 yep. of 20 he's field goals. One shot. Yeah. Now he's games. benefiting from uh, the, sort of the opponents, but he's also like Raphael Davis was saying. Um, Derek Walker does a good job of just doing what he has to do, playing within the structure of the system, playing within himself, and the points come. Now, these points aren't going to come as much in the Big Ten. Get, get them now while you can yeah. before you play the, the monsters of Travion Williams and all those guys and in the Big Ten. And such. Yeah, and, and while Hunter we're Dickinson. watching that game last night, you see the scores flashing up on the screen. Northwestern beat Georgia last yes. night. Bowie Bowie had a good game. Okay. Um, 23 points. Indiana beat Houston, a ranked Houston squad. Not last night. They beat Jackson State last night, didn't they? Houston? In, Houston. Or, or excuse me, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah Wisconsin. I'm so sorry. Wisconsin beat Houston Wisconsin last night. was up by 20 points at halftime. Almost blew it, but did win by two against Houston. It's a good Houston team. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah Wisconsin. Wisconsin beat Houston. Yes. Um, yeah, Indiana beat Jackson State. 70-35. Yeah, Illinois. Uh, Illinois beat Kansas, Kansas State. State by eight. 72-64. That's right. Um, so... You're watching those scores and going, "Come on, Nebraska!" I mean, don't, oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the Big Ten's having a decent night here. No, Nebraska's got a ways to go. And Fred, but I, I, Jake, I mean, again, I don't really expect them to be hitting on all cylinders. And there, and the Verge equation, the part of the equation which I think is the most important one going forward, that followed quickly by their three-point shooting, which has been bad. They're shooting 27% from the field from three-point line And this they year. shoot a lot of threes yeah. is on, the problem. On the year, they're a 27% three-point shooting team. 27% is not going to cut it. Last night, six for 25. That's, I mean, I, I, it's 24%. I mean, that's not – yeah, they shoot a lot of them. They have to make them, and they're not. It, that's to, a big concern. To me, the, the way the offense is being constructed, I, know, I understand – what you said, it's it's hard to be where you want to be right now. But you've we've said it before in the show. Th- this schedule after Saturday gets really hard, and you yeah. cannot just go and lose a bunch of games and have your season end before January. I mean, NC State is tough. Indiana, Michigan are tough games. Oh, Kansas State's going to oh, be a tough game. I know what you're saying. I mean, let's face it. You got you. Like, you can't just keep saying or not. not you, you can't just have this team trying to find itself right now because it's about to get. Exploited if, if that's not if that's the case. If you were in if you were directly involved in this, Fred, yep, Doc, <laughs> Abdelmasi, um, Armand Red, Gates, Armand Gates, all the assistants, or mostly the mostly the coaches and some somewhat the players. The players don't have to shoulder a lot of this. What I'm about to say, but and if you're Jake Sorensen. Um, you're so in, you're really invested. Now yes. I did. It did occur to me last night the ramifications of a loss. <laughs> oh, I mean oh. it. I mean, and I, and I think it occurred to those staff members because I watched their faces. We cannot lose this game. Right. Doc looked like he had. He was. He, I, he looked very nervous to me. Well, they weren't stopping them either. Right. I mean, well, that's again, not, Doc's could, not coaching defense, by the way, anymore. I don't think. Um, what's he, he helps. What's he coaching? Well, he's a special system, but. The uh, I they looked nervous, and I know why. I saw the fear in a couple of assistants' eyes because you know what the deal is. Well, the problem is if they, they lose that game, it is trouble. I mean, it is trouble yeah. because because now you've lost to Western Illinois and Tennessee State, and if you on your home court and you're on your home court, and if you happen to get to the bubble, oh come on, they're gonna people are gonna look at those losses. The, 
RPI and just say no, no, no. I don't even think about the bubble right now. I, I, that's so far away. I mean, this team is is so far away. Well, from any I don't discussion about close that. that. You can't close that door, though. I bet you people on the text line would think I'm nuts closing that door, but uh, I'm I'm not closing that door. I can't. You can't. You got to give these, I, what, these this team a chance. What, but here's the question I have: Is what did what have you seen the first six games from what you from what you've been able to watch? That gives you hope that the offense is going to figure it out and just. Well, click. they have a dynamic player in Virgin. They have a and a and a NBA draft pick in McGowan. So I'd start with that. That's a good start. All right. I mean, they have a beyond that. It's they it's have rough. The, they have perhaps the Big Ten freshman of the year right now in Bryce McGowan's early, and, and he needs to take more shots. Yeah, early. Um, and they have Alonzo Verge, who who if he plays like he did last night, he's tough to deal with, Jake. Um. Now, now, then the conversation gets a little dicey, right? Um, Tomanaga's not what we so, probably expected so far. So he shoots about 15% from the three-point line, literally. Is it 15%? Well, I'll look it up, but Thanks. I got it. I got it. You keep talking. He, no, yeah. they have a lot to sort out. Tomanaga shot two threes last night, missed them both. They were they were bricks. They were both long. But we talk about, in basketball, you, you need two or three really good ones. And I'd say Nebraska has two or three, two or three, two really good ones. I'd go with two. Uh, okay. I, I, you know, the, the rest of the lineup doesn't scare anybody. Derek Walker again, has been really good the last three games. As we discussed, though, when you get to conference play, he's not going to put up these numbers. He's going to be getting more like six to eight points a game if he's if he's playing well. Lat Mayan has not been reliable. One for four on threes, you know, just isn't a difference maker. Keon Edwards replacing Trey McGowan's has been really, you know, really average so far. Played nine minutes last night. 0 for three on threes, two points on one bucket. Wiltshire, you know, here's the thing about Wiltshire. I'm listening. Wiltshire's making threes. I just don't think that guy is a great three-point shooter. I know that sounds weird when he's making them right now. I, I, I don't think that's somebody you can rely on to keep making threes in bunches, if, if that makes sense to you. Um, it makes sense. I, I like I, – I do – it does make – okay, it makes sense. I'm going to be great if I get these stats. I hope, no, I hope I get, he can I'll keep it up. Him. You know, three of seven, you can take that from three-point land for him last night and what was a rough night, six of 25 – behind the arc for the team collectively. I just don't know if you can rely on him being that guy going forward. Um, Webster last night, just two points in 12 minutes. Tominaga again uh, had two points also, and then nothing really from Eduardo Andre or Wilhelm Breidenbach. They need more They need Bryden, more from a lot of guys. Well, Breidenbach's a guy that, you know, again, it's, it's tough to play college basketball, especially as a true freshman. And th- that's someone who right now – I'll say, when I watch him, he's having a very difficult time adjusting to college basketball. Yes. Now, I still think he's that's, got a bright future, and this is not saying, oh, Wilhelm's a bust, he's no, not going to no. work out. No, you're, you're he, being fair. But Wilhelm has got some really questionable fouls. I think he's just having a tough time, and I don't know when that clicks. I don't, I don't know if that happens in conference play when it gets harder and harder, or if it happens in December, but Nebraska needs him to find some confidence because he is a good th- good three-point shooter. He, he is a guy that you need as a big, a somewhat of a big down low to help out Walker and, and Andre. And right now, he's just not giving it to you. Um, but your hope is that he starts getting confidence. You get him some, some early points in some games, and maybe he starts finding his way. And we'll see what happens after that. But he has just not been really helpful yet for Nebraska, although I think he will be soon. My bad on Tominaki. He's shooting 21%. Still not good. From three-point line. Um, not, I mean, yeah, you need, more from, you need more from some guys not named McGowan's. And Verge gave you it last night. Now, here's the thing. Okay, 
I, I talk about these two guys. One's a freshman, <laughs> true freshman, finding his way, Bryce McGowan's. And the other's been spotty, right? So I'm identifying two very strong players, but neither of whom – I mean, you're, I'm not talking about Trace Jackson Davis – and who's a great Michigan State guard of recent vintage, um, Cassius Winston. Yeah, he was I, I'm not that. exactly yeah. talking about Cassius Winston and, and Trace Jackson Davis here, right? I'm, I'm not. I, and that's now, so yeah, I mean, there's definitely reason to be concerned going forward. Well, hey, there's reason for concern. I'm just saying you can't shut the door. I'm on. not, but, but this is. This is where I'm at with this team. Like, we just listened to it, like you said, Mc, Bryce McGowan's is really good, and he's going to be you know gone after this year. I see. I saw another first round projection last night for him, going late first round, so he's likely gone. Verge is good, but he's up and down. It's an up and, down, up and player. down player. Yeah, and he's just kind problem. of finding his way as a point. My guard. issue is that behind that you don't have much. So this pace they're trying to do, which is just jack up threes early in the shot clock and, and drive out of control sometimes it that's not going to win this team basketball games they don't have enough talent to make those shots consistently and and get to the line consistently well maybe maybe though i I just don't think again this team can win games it can i don't it will think the current offensive strategy is going to get them where they need to go they need they need to bring you know they need to bring doc sandler's dial and try to slow it down do that I know. I, I'm does. just. I know they're not, but That's they not need to. Does. That's not what Fred does. I understand that. And and if you watch, you know, I, I'll go. I go back to last year. Sip. I'm, I'm watching in the NCAA tournament. What I think the dream is for Fred Hoiberg, but this was a one game scenario when Iowa was playing Oregon in the dance last. year. Remember that game where mm-hmm. Oregon just pushes the pace. They push. Yep. They yep. push. They yep. push. And they put up 100 points because they made every three they looked at. Mm-hmm. They made all the threes. They they were fast break. They were stopping Iowa. Garza had 37 points, okay. but they shut everybody else down. Okay. Yeah. But Oregon was, you know, they just could not miss. They were lethal, but they had been a good three-point shooting team that whole season. Yeah. They can do yeah, that because they have the guys yeah, who make yeah. three. You're talking it's about It's a similar teams. offense, though. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I got you. You're just talking about better players. Yeah, no, and the other thing you got to worry about a little bit is Big Ten now, they'll have a bead on Nebraska, and they'll do things to take McGowan's yeah, out, exactly. of, out of it. And, and then who? Then who who's, you got? Who's, making, who's stepping up? Let Verge try to beat you, and, and he can't do it himself. So somebody's got to step up. And you know who – you know who that you, you got it. You got the right guys. I mean, I would go right to Wiltshire. But Wiltshire's – you know, I mean, right. he came from Xavier. He's, he averaged two a game. He didn't play. I mean, he's sort of unproven at this level. Right, we have seen that in the past where guys came in averaging two a game at Texas Tech and Teran Petaway. Yeah. He was really good. Pitchford from yeah, I don't Florida. see I don't see Pettifer or excuse me, say <laughs> uh, is it Petaway? I, I don't Pettifer, see that. That's nice. Yeah, I don't see uh, that. I don't see Wilcher. I don't. I, no, I, I don't I'm with you. I, yeah, it's not the same. They're no. not the same player at all. No, um, they need more from Lat. Um, Keon Edwards has been, you know, he's been in the starting lineup, but he just hasn't been able to get anything going offensively. Last night, one for four. I mean, that's highly. He's highly. He's a highly ranked recruit. I mean, he was. I don't know what what the deal was at DePaul. It didn't work out. Mm-mm. It didn't work out though. No. Um, and it's so far, so far here, not working out offensively. I I don't know. I mean, I'm you listen. I'm with you in that there's legitimate reason for concern and last night wasn't great it was not great and i and i read 
my mentions on Twitter, and it's fairly ugly right now, right? And they were in a they were in a they were in a battle, and it that, was that game was was a game the whole way through. It was a little. I mean, it, if you're the reason I was stayed interested and watched it till the very end was because I knew the ramifications of a loss. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I I did not. I mean, it was if you lose that game, you're the, the fan base is 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 up in arms and. You're heading into December, which is going to be a bear. You got one game left. Um, what would that game be like if you lost? I mean, I'm sure that all that was on Fred's mind. I, I'm I'm here to tell you again. I know they had that last that bad loss to Drake, but South Dakota is going to be a challenge Saturday. Oh come on! Okay, I'm t- not going to say. I'm, they, I, I got to stop. Yeah, doing how this. can you say that? Yeah, I got to stop how? doing. I got to stop doing this because I got lit up on Twitter a bit last night because of what I said on our. They show. They beat Tennessee State by 17 on Sunday. This yeah. same team. Yeah. This same. Tennessee State team. They yeah. beat by 17. And you're right. Nebraska does not look in sync. It looks pretty ha- It looks pretty haphazard what they yeah, do on uh, This is not me saying, oh, expect Nebraska to lose Saturday. I'm not saying that. No. But it's. I think it's going to be a challenge, and Nebraska needs to win that game because you you got to get out of these seven games. I mean, we, th- we said 6-1, 7-0 was the expectation. You already have two losses. You cannot have a third loss against South Dakota before you play NC State on Wednesday. Yeah, you're right. As long, yeah, can't happen. If, you know, you know, it cannot happen. If if Virgin McGowan show up, they should be okay. McGowan's will always show up. I think Virgin, you wonder a little bit about. But here's the deal. You do. Here's the deal. Why do they win these games? Look at just to look at the look at the difference in length and athleticism. I mean, it's it, it's a pretty severe mismatch in that in that way against Idaho Southern and and this team. This team was more athletic than Idaho and Southern, um, but even even with that that said, Nebraska was much longer and more athletic than this team. I mean they they just have that huge advantage inside. I mean Walker has huge advantages. Um, not that Walker's all that big, but just Nebraska's totality of length and athleticism. It's it's just should be too much for a Tennessee State to overcome. The only way they're going to overcome it is if they stayed hot. What were they in the second half shooting threes? For Tennessee State? Yeah. They were three for 14. Right. See, if they would have... 10 of 19 first half. Right. Three of 14 the second. If they would have stayed hot, that was obviously going into halftime. That's, that's, I think, what most people are probably thinking. They're not going to stay hot like that. Um, it, It was a matter of how much would they cool off. They cooled off. And then you felt pretty comfortable with it. But, man, if they would have kept hitting threes. And give Nebraska some credit. They started coming out. They started defending the three-point line well, better. They should have. They yeah. made 10 in the first half on them. I would yeah, hope that Fred, you would defend it. Fred said that the defense wasn't terrible, that they were making a lot of contested threes, which was they, they also somewhat made a lot true. of wide-open threes. Yeah. So I, I guess I'd push back on that comment and say, I saw a lot of wide-open threes. That you know, if they're if Tennessee State's making them, other teams are making those threes too. Yeah, Tennessee State's not. I mean, they're just they, they ten get, threes in the first half. Give them credit though. Give Tennessee State credit. They were really engaged. Now it, these games are tough for those teams. Like for instance, Southern came in on Sunday. They didn't even have a shoot around. They didn't you practice could tell in the first right ten minutes. They made had four points. Right. You could yeah you could tell. But these these are tough games for these. These teams coming in here. Now, I don't know what Tennessee State's practice situation was, but they came in ready. Down 13-3, to I get it. They were down 13-3, to but they quickly got back in it. Okay? 
And I give them a lot of credit for that. It's tough to do against a team that's longer and more athletic. They, they were really I, – I really – I really I, – I just think it's important to acknowledge that part, that Tennessee State came in with a, with a mentality, we're going to win this game. And they were in it right well, till the yeah. very end. Well, in the first few minutes, it was thirteen to three. I thought, okay, don't, they, maybe they don't. I thought have it'd that. be. I didn't think it'd be a game. I thought it was over, but yeah, here we go. Let's just blow them out like we did Southern and Idaho State. And no, they went on a big run, took the lead, led at halftime, led for you know a good part of the second half. Nebraska put them away at the end. I mean, they kind of put them away. They won by six, but they did enough to win the ball game. There you go. There's the rundown. Uh, again, Nebraska beats Tennessee State last night. 79-73. It was not pretty by any means for Nebraska. I'm just skeptical about this offense and where it goes from here. I still don't see the ball moving. I want to see. Sid. No, you don't. You don't see it. Like I don't. And I, I thought you don't see that. Very I thought often. with the Fred Hoiberg team again. I, I watched Iowa State basketball with them. And I watched the NBA. They, they have set plays. They had they had ways to get guys open. And. You know, coming out of timeouts, I'm, I'm even curious about what they're calling. You know, I, I, they hit a couple threes, but it wasn't like those were wide open threes. They were contested threes. Wiltshire and somebody else hit a three too. Um, after out of timeouts, I, but I'd be I'd want to see more of you know an offensive play set. Yeah, that yeah. gets you an easy bucket. And I just don't see it. To counter that, I, I hear you. To counter that, a lot of the offenses just verge, driving the lane and making plays. Either either you know going up. And making a shot off the glass or finding a teammate. I mean, it's a lot of it's drive and kick. I mean, that's what, what a lot of a lot of that offense is right now. Or it's or it's a screen and roll game working with Derek Walker, which those two do work together well. Um, now, are those baskets going to come as you as we've alluded to? Are those baskets are not going to come as easily in the Big Ten. I mean, Walker and and Verge working together on that part, it, it'll it'll work at times. Now. Now there's some sentiment too that the Big Ten's down. You're not the Big Ten's not going to be like it was last year. Michigan's not as good as last year for some reason. Yeah, they got beat by Arizona recently. Yeah, Michigan State. I don't know about that. You better double check that. I thought they uh, beat Arizona. Did they? Um, okay, Michi- I'm I'm gonna double check, check that. Mi- check that. Michigan State is not as strong. Illinois. I don't know if they'll be quite as good. Um, I just the, the league is a little yeah, down. Arizona did beat oh, Michigan. I am sorry. Eight, eighty to sixty two. Arizona won. They is blasted that right? Beat them by eighteen. I thought I saw that. Oh yeah. man. Oh man. Two, day, two days ago. Yeah, in that oh. tournament in Vegas. Um, yeah, the Roman main Roman main event championship in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. they lost by eighteen to to Arizona. Oh man. Oh man. Yep. Anyway, it's down a little bit. Um, so you got to take that into account. Um, and and we'll just hey. December's coming. North Carolina State, you're going on a road to Raleigh. Let's see what it looks like, Jake. I mean, I don't think you want to get all down in the mouth about this team and then have to come back and say, well, they beat North Carolina State. That's pretty good. Um, maybe they, you know, they're going to play Auburn. Look at the December schedule. Well, I'm looking Rip- at, yeah, okay. Well, December schedule for Nebraska, you got South, okay, you got South Dakota still this week, Saturday. Then you have December 1st, NC State. Okay. Then next Saturday, you have Indiana on the road. <laughs> Tough. Okay. Then you have Michigan at home on the following Tuesday. Might be winnable. I don't think so, though. No. Go, go, uh, right, no. Indiana is more winnable than Michigan. Right, probably. Is. <laughs> that's, that's not good. Then you have Auburn in Tough. Atlanta, December 11th. Think Saturday. about that stretch. Think about that. And then I'm not done. Kansas State it just pushed Illinois. Yeah. They lost. Mm. I know. Don't They're laugh. Down, don't though. laugh at this State. one. Kennesaw State almost beat Creighton, yeah. who Can- beat you. 
Kansas State's down, though. Your, your gimme game I know. in late December is not a gimme game because they know they can beat you because yeah. they pushed Creighton to the brink. I don't know that there are gimme games too much for Nebraska. And then we're on to January. I mean, those, I mean, they took care of Idaho State and Southern. Those were, you know, they they did that. And I thought last night would be a lot easier. I mean, they're, I, I'm not trying to be... Gloom and doom. Yeah, there's there's a chance they could go winless in December. They can't well, have stop that it. Of course, a there's chance. a chance. Um, I'm just I'm just a chance for out. anybody. There's no guarantees here. Um, NC State, by the way, if you're curious about them, they have win. They have a close win against Colgate, who beat Syracuse, as I pointed okay. out the other day. They just lost the other day to Oklahoma State, who's decent. I guess they beat Central Connecticut State by 14. Okay. And they beat Bucknell by eight. So, and then they just beat Texas Southern on Sunday by eight. Oh, they're not great. No. They're fine. Right. They're not great though. Right. Go win that you game. You play them next Wednesday on the road. This can this team? This will be the Nebraska's first road game of the season. Right. They haven't played on the road yet. Right. Chemistry. I mean, I think about chemistry when you talk about road games. I think about team chemistry, and I would say team chemistry is not great right now. Um, it doesn't look. It you can just see it. It doesn't look great. So. Again, though, that, that's a work in progress. They'll get more work in this week to play South Dakota and, and get some practice time in and, and maybe resolve a few things. And Everybody's trying to resolve some things. Most teams are not named Gonzaga or UCLA. <laughs> yeah. Last night, did you see what they did? Yeah. They're, they're play, I mean, they, first of all, they played like Texas, they played, which is a top-four team when they played them, beat mm-hmm. them. Last night, they played UCLA, and they blasted them. Final score in that one. 83-63. to 63. Yeah. They're up by 20 the whole game, basically. They're number one. I mean, that's why they're number one. And by the way, if you're curious about Hunter Salas for, ne- for Nebraska, he-, he had two points in the game. Yeah, not playing Off a lot. Off the bench. Yeah, not playing a lot. Um, Don't need him to. <laughs> yeah, if you went by 20 him. against the second-ranked team in the country, I think you're fine. You just Hunter, just take your time. Take your time. What's Purdue ranked up now? Fourth? Fifth? They are, yeah, they're, they're fourth, yeah. I believe. Yeah, they're, that's a big-time team. Uh, there you go. Uh, Purdue so is the class of the Big Ten. Purdue, the class Purdue the is, is going to be a really, really good. T- they already are good. They're going to be really, really good. This is Matt Painter's, it appears to be so far, his best chance at going deep, deep, deep in the tournament. Yeah, they got inside, outside. They got it all. If, barring any injuries, that team should go very, very far in the dance. Sean Callahan up next on Early Break on the Ticket. Guys, do you want thicker, fuller hair? Do you desire lustrous, luscious locks that you can run your fingers through? Maybe a full head of hair makes you feel attractive. Perhaps a full head of hair boosts your confidence and self-esteem. Whatever your reasons, if you have started to experience hair loss, there is good news. Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to roco slash fuller. Do it today and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's roco slash fuller.